My name is Dr. Michael Brown, and this is Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the simple and yet very strategic choices that all of us can make in order to become the very best version of ourselves. And today, these conversations were, for me personally, strategic. I'm here with Amy Seifert in the studio, and you're going to enjoy this episode so much because she paints a picture of what it looks like to write a book. Those are our three words, write a book. And there's those of you out there who have thought, I could never write a book. Absolutely you can, because she shares with us in this episode that we all are experts in our own experiences and we have a story to share. I'm in the process of writing a book and I honestly have felt stuck. Amy Seifert coaches me today. She walks me through the process. I made some really bold and brave decisions as a result of these three words and this discussion. Listen in. Amy Seifert, it is so great to have you back here in the studio. I'm just going to dive right in because we're sitting here laughing. The cameras are rolling, the microphone is on, and, and we're talking about, does our hair look okay? Yeah, it's real. <laughs> so your hair, there's no poofs, there's no anything weird sticking weird out. Thing. Nope. And for me, I am in my 50s and I have a lot of spiky action going on and a good hair product takes 20 years right off your life. Anyway. <laughs> and a haircut day is coming. So if you're listening to our podcast <laughs> and you're not actually on YouTube, you want to probably switch over at some point and watch our YouTube channel. Yes. All that to say, what are our three <laughs> words for the day, Amy? Write a book. So this is going to be interesting for me because I am in the process, my friend, as you know, mm-hmm. of writing a book. And so the producer actually set me up. And he set me up in that he's like, we decided Amy and you are having this conversation because you are not moving fast enough, being disciplined enough, being proactive enough to actually write your book in a decent amount of time. So I am your student today, Amy Seifert. I am your student. Um, Obviously, you have written a couple books now. Yep. Um, the first book you wrote, let me see if I get this, Grace Looks Amazing on You. So that was the second. Oh, no. Okay. I know. I self-published first one, second one traditional published. Okay. This third one is also traditionally So first book is titled? Chin Up. Chin Up. That's right. You self-published that. Yes. Your second book, Grace Looks Amazing on You. Yes. And that was was picked up like a publisher. That's a fun story, but yes. Okay. I want to hear that story, but what's the third book that you're now- And then this next one comes out. It's a book and a six-week companion Bible study that comes with it called Starved. comes out in March, forever away. Okay. But still, I love the fact that obviously we talk about the 12 dimensions of life and one of those dimensions is a spiritual dimension. You and I have connected over that. We talk a lot about the spiritual dimension of life. So for our listeners, wherever you make sense of that, however you make sense of that, please listen in to a conversation about some really cool things around writing a book, but also probably some infused spirituality because that's part of your journey and so forth. So um, I'm writing a book. Tell it's, me. It's going slowly. Okay. <laughs> uh, it's going really, really slowly. Yeah. So Why is that? I, well, here's here's why. Okay. So there are already th- always things that come up on my schedule, and I'm super disciplined. Episode 71. You are. Three Words Podcast, design every day. So I know how to do that, but then putting an hour in my schedule every day, which is the intention, an hour, five days a week, just to write. Okay. Um, and I need to do that early in the day, but things keep creeping into my schedule. Now I own it because obviously nothing creeps into your schedule that you don't allow to c- creep into your right, schedule, right, right. Yes. but I'm a life coach and I am a counselor yes. and I have, uh, I'm in the people business. Yep. And so sometimes people's lives are yeah, oh yeah, challenging and they need uh, quick assistance mm-hmm. or quick advice or just a connecting point. And so sure I could say, I'll talk to you a couple hours right. or I can say, well, let's talk now. And there's been a lot of that. Well, oh, yeah. Let's go. And ahead that's and talk the now. last thing to go. 
it is the last thing to go. Okay. So, I mean, there are things that I can move around and I'm really good about that and yeah. prioritizing scheduling my priorities yeah. as opposed to prioritizing my schedule. But writing a book has been hard. All right. I got two questions. Okay. One, why an hour a day? Hmm. Because for me, I need to be in kind of this mental space okay. where I can write. Because I've heard people say, take 15 minutes, take 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. I... I I feel like I need an hour a day okay. and I can do a lot in an hour okay. if I, it's a fo- in its focus hour, particularly in the morning. Have you considered a word count a day? Like I have never considered as such. Yes. Okay. So that kind of changed my life. Okay. Um, and I backed it up. So, um, my last project I had to do, I decided on 500 words a day, five days a week to get to, I had six months to write this book. And that was with a traditional publisher at a deadline. And so I was like, well, it's in my schedule, blocked out, okay. like like an appointment. Yeah, that's what I do. Can't move it. Yeah. Um, or if I do, I got to switch something else out. But the word count, sometimes I got 500 words in 12 minutes. <gasps> oh. Because it just was flowing. And it could be, those were, I mean, that could, that's your, that's your crappy first draft. Right. You just right. write. Edit is later. But an hour, that, that. To me, I'm like, ooh, that might be too, too much. much. Okay. So it 500 might be words to a consider day. Consider a word, a word count. count. Yeah, a word count versus time. Because uh-huh. that yeah. would be frustrating if I'm setting aside an hour and I'm 40 words in. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. So, but you might, I, what I'm saying is you might be surprised. But I'm saying it'd be really cool if it's like 18 minutes and it's yeah. like, I did 500 words. Said, Amy Seifert said, Go counsel people. Yeah. (laughs) Go counsel people. (laughs) I'm going to hit the pause button right here in the middle of my conversation with Amy Seifert as we're talking about writing a book. If you have a friend or a family member who's thinking, should I write a book or I'm trying to write a book and I'm stuck, you might want to share this with them. Now back to the episode. So you had another question for me. Yes. Um, do you have a, do you have a why behind this book? Like why are you, why are you writing it? Yeah. This might be the most important thing I ever do. It feels that big to me. And so I'm not going to tip off the audience as to the topic of the book or even the content or the title of the book, though all of them have been selected. But it really does tie into my deepest core values, the idea of living my legacy, mm-hmm. um, what will I leave behind. Uh, and actually, I think I'm going to tackle some issues that in, in a very creative way mm-hmm. that not a lot of people think about at the conscious level but are always wrestling with at the subconscious level. So my why is I think it can have a gigantic, huge impact. Okay. So that, okay. That's a great why. I'm glad you have that. You feel like it's going to have like a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. It's going to be, okay. So then if that, that, that's a big why. It is a huge why. But what happens is because I'm in in the people business, every conversation I'm having and in, in each crisis I'm stepping into or challenging mental health situation yeah, I'm yeah. involved in, yeah. um, those feel like really high impact as well. So that's where I'm, it's, so I'm not exchanging writing, high impact writing mm-hmm. for, for something that's silly. It, it, yeah. I have oh, lots yeah. of really high impact things that have been really challenging. Yes. What if you thought about this, that mm-hmm. moment where, you know, you have your writing, your, your, your writing time blocked out, block scheduled. I'm not, this is blocked. Okay. Guarded. Yes. Um, but you know, that person calls. If you were to consider something like, um, okay, if I had a book at this point, I could say, hey, I can't meet with you right now, but but go read chapter mm-hmm. 13. Mm-hmm. And then I will catch you in a couple of days. Like it is an extension 
of the very important things that you're doing. Yeah. And there will be chapters in there that will be able to apply to a various variety of situations that come up Yeah, because obviously the book is coming out of my life experiences right. and years of coaching and years Stories of mentoring. And, uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> Absolutely. So to connect those most important things is a motivator. I love it. So I'm guessing there's some listeners, there's some uh, viewers on our YouTube channel who are thinking, I've been thinking about writing a book. Can you, can you share with the audience? Obviously you and I are having kind of our inside conversation, yeah, yeah. but let's just pull the lens back a little bit yeah. and talk about why write a book? Oh. Why did you choose to write a book and why should maybe our listeners who are maybe entertaining the idea of book writing yeah. to pull the trigger? I know, right? Um, I think it comes down to your, your why and your motivation. So mm. when I started to, I thought when I started to write my first book, I was like, I am compelled to encourage the moms with littles who are in the weeds and need a lifeline. Like if mm-hmm. I could have a three hour cup of coffee, this is what I would want to say. And I'm going to give it to them in a book. I, so that I was, my why was really strong because I felt like um, I had collected so many lifelines and I wanted to pass those on. So there could be a variety of people. People have awesome ideas, stories to share, all the things. But like I've seen three major hurdles as to like, you've got that idea, but then actually getting there. I mean, there's so, there's so many things that could come the way. Share three hurdles. Yeah. Three hurdles. Am I experiencing them? You might be. (laughs) Okay. Maybe. Um, perfectionism. Mm. Like when you're literally sitting down in front of the computer and you like write a sentence and you're like, "Mm." guilty. (laughs) I'm raising my hand. And then you mess around with that sentence (laughs) for like an hour. (laughs) So perfectionism is going to steal like mm-hmm. you getting the thing done. And, and I was talking to my husband who's a, who's creative and he had this analogy it was so good. We were talking about, um, if a baker bakes a cake and it comes out of the oven and she's frosting it and she's noticing like, mm, it's a little bit lopsided. Like it's a little off and the frosting is not as like cute as I wanted it to be. I think it's going to be delicious, but I'm not sure. And she, she's got a dinner party like waiting out there and she's got this cake. And she has this moment where, like, should I trash it or should I serve it? Hmm. Like, it's not perfect. But we're not, we're not going for perfect. We're yeah. going for delicious. We're going for great. Like, great doesn't mean perfect. Delicious right. doesn't mean perfect. Interesting doesn't mean, helpful doesn't mean perfect. None of these things mean perfect. But we're enhancing the dinner party. And my guess is no one who is about to partake of the cake is going to notice a little slope or a little whatever. And if they do, they're like, it's great. It's Character. delicious. Who cares? <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So right. we can mess around that sentence. Uh-huh, that's good. Forever. Because perfectionism is like Okay. This is us. so helpful. I've done it. Okay. I'm like, I, I, you know, I'll write for an entire page. I'm yeah. like, before I can keep going, but let me go back and go take to, a yeah. peek. <laughs> let me like go take tinker. a peek. <laughs> yeah. Just keep going. Anne yeah. Lamott has a book called Bird by Bird. And she talks about like every, mm. just get your crappy first draft out there. Mm-hmm. There will be time to edit. Just so okay. no perfectionism. Perfectionism. Um, the second thing is I don't have the time. This like, where does this, you know, I was a mom with three kids. I was actually, I started writing when we had some of your foster care, your kids in care. In your home. Yeah. How did so you like do that? <laughs> How would you do that? Well, here's what's kind of awesome because there were extras. Everybody was playing with each other like okay. in a different way. And I had, had a little bit more space. Um, <laughs> so the time thing is huge. And that idea of block scheduling and saying, I'm going to put in mm-hmm. this time and I'd say less go with 30 minutes. Okay. Well, and we, and we have a podcast episode on that. Make the time, make the time. Yeah. 
versus fine. And there's a lot of hurdles to that. Like maybe you need babysitter. Like, oh, you know, we can talk sure. about that. Okay. Um, and then, so time, perfectionism. What is the third? Oh, I, who am I? Imposter syndrome. Hmm. Who am I to write a book? Like, I'm not an expert. And maybe you think you are. So that's like, you, you could be so confident about this. But I remember writing at various points and being like, I don't know. What I'm, like, what am I doing? Uh-huh. My favorite quote about this is Andy Kolber says, everyone is an expert in their experience. Hmm. No one else has had your life, your experiences, all the, the lives that you've touched, Michael, like no one else, like that is unique to you. And so yeah. write it up. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, that's, and it's even what our producers of Three Words Podcast say, you know, I, I feel like I'm always kind of dropping these one-liners and these insights and the producer and the team's like more stories, more experiences, more connections to real life. Yes. Because I do. I mean, it's, I've had such an incredible life and I love that. I am an expert in my experiences. You are. You're an expert in your experiences. Isn't that empowering? Very empowering. Yeah. Cause that imposter syndrome is like, Ooh, or somebody's already said this. Well, no, they have not lived it out the way you have. Tell your story. Well, that's interesting. So you said someone's already said this, but they may not be connected to that book. So let's talk about that for a minute. So yeah. obviously you self-published. Yep. And so that's what I'm thinking of doing. I'm thinking yeah. about self-publishing. I have I have a huge network around the world. And so, well, maybe it's not as huge as I think, but I feel like it's big. <laughs> I love and it. so, you know, I feel like I have the ability to self-publish mm-hmm. and to print and I have designers and yep. I have all of those things. Um, but then I'm like, wow, what if I miss someone that I'm not going to connect with that's really, or a segment or a population that maybe I'm not networked to. Right. Right. And so talk to me about how you make, you've done both. So I'm curious. And you're thinking that because you think a traditional publisher could get you farther, right? Well, I'm just assuming a traditional publisher, particularly if it's a big name publisher, if they catch on to something that we're doing, they're like, this is really, really, really good and unique and innovative, even though I'm an expert of my own experiences. They may, I don't care what they think, right. <laughs> No, but I, yeah. if they grab hold of that, the scope and the opportunity for impact could be larger. I'm also curious about even just strictly monetarily, are they going to take like, we own 80% of your profits right. for the next forever. <laughs> I know yeah, there so. are such pluses and minuses. So I've okay. been on both sides. Let's obviously. Talk. Um, what I loved about self-publishing is I chose everything. I chose the title. I chose the subtitle, I chose my deadline, I chose all of it. I chose the design, cover. If you go with traditional publisher, they're gonna, we're gonna talk about what's marketable, what's helpful, here's your deadline. Um, however, with a with a traditional publisher, I get a publicist who says, okay, here, can, we're gonna need you to write 10 different articles and we're gonna send them out to these 10 hmm. places or you're gonna guest blog on Ann Voskamp, you know, whatever the things are. And that's amazing. Like I do not have access to these and you love that part. Chance. You love it. You enjoy. Yeah, that. that was fun. Okay. Yeah the the publishing the pu- the publicist and marketing area. So the thing to remember about the publishing industry is they're looking for three two out of three things. They're looking for content style and your platform, hmm. and they'll take two out of three. So I wasn't, I didn't have a big platform when I signed with Tyndale, and they were like, it doesn't matter. We like your style of writing, and we love your content. We will help you with your platform. Or if someone has a big platform, good content with their style, they're like, we'll help you with your style. <laughs> and content? Will they help with content? It seems so. Oh, interesting. Well, Great style, huge platform. We'll tell you what to write. <laughs> I, mean, that's, so, I mean, that's real though. Like, So here's what's fun about my self-publishing story is that I self-published and then I took it to a writer's conference and I bravely mm. sat down with some, you get 15 minutes with a, with a publishing house. And so you, you took Chin Up? I took Chin Up with me. 
which is like your best business card ever. Like yeah. a, hi, I do the thing. I'm, you know, I can, yeah. I can get it done. Um, and, and left it with three different, I had three different meetings and by the last meeting, I was like, I don't care, whatever. Here's what, you know, like I just felt so free about it. And that was the moment that was connection. She was like, like she, I think she got the most me, mm. um, because I was like, there's nothing to lose here. So she's like, I'm going to read this. And I thought, but are you, yeah. <laughs> like, but she did. And then she emailed and she said, you have a line in the last chapter of chin up that we love. You said, now does mother, motherhood always look amazing on me? No, but does grace? Yes. I've never met anybody that can't wear grace. And she's like, could you give us a 100 day devotional on grace looks amazing on you? Mm. We love this idea. And I was like, Oh, I love it. They're like, well, you said it. Like, <laughs> you know, just this like, see the last line. And so line. She, she absolutely read it. She read to the, but still I'm thinking about, Hey, I'm working, I'm working right now on the introduction and it's taking forever. <laughs> yeah. I should just write the last chapter just, and yeah, give it to go. someone. Just write. <laughs> yes. So mm. it's fun. It's, I, I think there's, there's bonus, there's plus and minuses too both ways. Yeah. Okay. And you did both. So I'm curious though, did chin up is grace look amazing on you with publisher gone farther? Oh, for sure. Far more than chin up. I think because of the marketing and publicity piece and and what they have access to, because they're, they want your book to succeed as well. Yeah. You know, it helps you. It helps them. For it's, sure. You know, so but my guess is you can also print chin up and continue to take that with you on your various speaking. And tours. I totally do. Okay. Yep. It's all. So this is what I think I'm going to do. Tell me. I think you're helping me make a really important decision <gasps> right now. Yeah. I okay. think I'm going to self publish this book I love it. and then I will use that book in my platform, in the spaces and places and say, Hey, I have a lot more to say. Mm-hmm. Because I do. And I'm always writing. I have, I have, I've written so much content, so much curriculum that's not necessarily in a publishable book, publishable book form, yeah. but is more in manuals, mm-hmm. curriculum, and so forth. There's a lot of books that I want to write. In fact, several titles are already in my you know notes, and here's some things I'd like to do. And I started mm-hmm. outlining some different things. Yeah, yeah. To my team's dismay. Because they're like, <laughs> work on the first one. Don't write the seventh and eighth don't and ninth. Don't give me more outline. No more outline. That's right. <laughs> but I think, um, I think that's the route I like to go. Yeah. What do you think? I love it. Okay. What, what if this is the most important book? It's not going to lose power because I can always kind of publish or pick it up later. Sure. Yeah. They can pick it up later. Okay. They can republish. They can take it and, and do that. Okay. Um, but you're right. You'll always have it. And so it can be a part of where you go and how you speak mm. and you can always market it. Um, but I, I love that, Michael, because now from here, like when we're done, you can make a deadline. I can. Cause it's you. Well, I will actually take your advice as well. I like the, I like the word count. Yeah. And you think an hour is long. Cause I do, that does, I like an hour. I could, and I've written sometimes curriculum and various things. I'll sit and write a talk or three hours, four hours. It's up to you. Like sometimes, and sometimes people don't like to write every day and they're like, I write Mondays from nine to one. Like Mm -hmm. it's totally how you what well, has to be mornings. So okay. again, wake up earlier, three words podcast episode. It has to be mornings because that's my mind's the freshest. There you go. It, there's less distractions. I can step into the office. I have, I'm by myself. I have a personal assistant who actually put these blocks on my calendar and protects the door. Yes. Nothing's going to get in. Now I can obviously sabotage my own progress. Right. But it's no one else's fault but mine. So I own right. it. I right. take ownership. Yeah. Um, Just what? keep writing. The, the word count matters because you said that you put the hour there. You're like, well, my hour's up and here's my 10 words. Yay for me. Yeah. But like, I'm not, I'm not done until I have 500 words. I don't even care what they're like. 
Mm-hmm. It could be a hot mess. I can edit later. Amy Seifert. You know, I thought I was your mentor because <laughs> I'm like, what, 50 years older than you? <laughs> but I appreciate you treating me obviously with care, but also this is a delicate topic for me because I'm really motivated by it. Mm-hmm. I want to spend a lot of time in the fourth season of my life, the season of inspiration, writing and writing and writing and giving back to the next generation. Yeah. But this is one that I want to write now. And I'm encouraged to do it. I think it's important. I think it's going to make an impact. And thank you for the impact you've made. Obviously, your books, uh, obviously, Chin Up, uh, Grace Looks Amazing on You, as well as this new one, Starved, which, again, I forget the subtitle, but it sounded really amazing. I kind of forget it, too. Oh, yeah, but it's like, basically... (laughs) It's like, um, why we need a spiritual diet change to move us out of anxiety to peace, essentially. Well, and again, anxiety, all the things that when I read the subtitle, like, man... A lot of people need this. So yeah. thank you for what contributions you're making. And I just want to, sh- you know, please follow Amy Seifert, Google her, uh, author, speaker. And um, yeah, I think you even have a, you're, you're co- a coach, a book writing coach. So if yeah. somebody would like um, to. If they feel stuck in their writing journey. have Need your services, yep. look you up. Yep. And obviously you can find us all connected on social media and so forth. Totally. It's been a blast. Thank you. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.